Hello, friends of Africa Matters. Welcome to another episode of the Africa Matters podcast, where we talk all things African youth and empowering. On today's episode, Call the Internet Police, we have an incredible guest, Namatira Ingwasha. How are you today? I'm well. How are you? And thank you for having me today. I'm glad. I'm good. Thank you. And it's an honor to have you today. So Namatirai is a lawyer with 15 years experience, having worked in courts and currently working in the NGO sector as a human rights lawyer. She is very passionate about human rights, especially digital rights. And she will tell you all about it in today's episode. But before that, a question that we ask everyone in this uh, season of the Africa Matters podcast is, which two African countries would you like to travel to in the next three years and why? Uh, okay. Um, I think I'd love to travel to Ethiopia and Mozambique. Um, Ethiopia, I've been seeing how it's been developing and everything. And I, I think I'd just love to go there and, and see Mozambique, the beach, um, the blue, clear blue water. I think I just love that. All right. And we hope that this gets to happen in the next three years or perhaps even just next year. But uh, to start off today's uh, episode, we just want to know why digital rights? Um, well, it, it started off when I was doing my, my master's in business administration and I, I selected a topic on service delivery using ICT. So uh, being efficient using ICT. So I then started just to interlink it with uh, the work that I was doing to then say, okay, I'm into human rights. And you start looking at all the developments that are happening and you'll be seeing, oh, but this is the trend. Uh, we are sort of going through the fourth, you know, in, in revolution where we are becoming more of an IIT world. And the, the fact that we're now more into using electronic means, it means, it's even affecting our rights. So you start looking at the, the rights that we're used to and you start interlinking them with the, the digital rights to then say, okay, there's no need um, for this section to be developing and, and reading around it. This is when I then started to have a lot more interest in it. I mean, look at all the social media platforms that we have. And at times when you see some of the things happening, how people become exposed, how people become vulnerable, the lack of knowledge that people have, you know, you. You, you then have that passion to say, I think there is need to reach out to people, to the, let them be informed about their rights, their safety and everything so that they're not this vulnerable. All right. And so with that being said, what does it mean to be an online user and still have one safety and privacy protected? So like I've just mentioned to say, you know, right now, all of us in one way or the other, we are all online users. I mean, a lot of our banking right now is online. Um, we, we, we're going on social media platforms, which are online. So really it's us now going onto these platforms and using them. And you'd be more of like maybe acting even as an administrator because you know, you're the owner of a certain account, your Facebook account, your, your Instagram and everything. But because of that, you, you now need to be aware to then say, this is so much information that I'm giving. This is how I'm so exposed. How then do I, you know, protect myself? Because you still need to ensure that you are protected as an online user, because there are some people out there, you know, 
that have what can I say malicious intents, you know, mm -hmm. because the minute you're now online, you, you are at risk of being hacked. Um, you are at risk of cyber bullying, you know, you are at risk of even identity theft and viruses and even, you know, physical harm because at times people will be seeing information about you and they locate you and they come and harm you. Um, theft, you, you, your bank account can be hacked and you wake up and there's no money in the account. So because of all this um, online activities where you're having, we have become so vulnerable and we then now need to know the different mechanisms that are there. Um, you need to ask yourself, how do I protect myself, you know? And when we're looking at issues of, you know, protecting yourself as at times you need just to even do the basics, clean and update your device often, you know, because some of these things you might have downloaded them, there are people who are sending so much information on your phone or on your laptop. So it's very important to, you know, clean, update your device, update your viruses, and this will help to protect yourself. And I think, um, Aluani, even use of strong passwords is, is very important. Um, and at times, I think in my earlier days, I think I was also one of those that would just use the basic, my birth, my birthday, uh, my nickname, or, you know, the basic passwords. But then you realize right now with the way technology is advancing, it's, it's important to have very strong passwords, you know, that are very unique, not your... Your, your date of your birth or the name of your child, because if somebody really has been following you or tracking you, it's very easy to then say, okay, this day this person posted their child, this is their birthday, so possibly this could be their password, and, and people can then use those. And, you know, if you look at technology these days, um, there's the issue of authentication tools available, and I think it's, it's very important for everyone to become aware of some of these authentication tools that are available where you can use the two-phase, um, some call it the multi-factor authentication where you have your password, but then you then go a step further to then say, even like if you're opening your email, after you log in and you put in your password, it'll go further to then authenticate maybe via your phone, whether it sends in a message or uh, it, it requires your thumb you know, to then authenticate. So these are some of the means that, you know, people can then use um, to try and, you know, protect themselves and just being aware, reporting suspicious activity. You know, there are certain emails, just do not open emails. You know, you need to understand, do I usually receive these emails? And, and not being quick to click on links that are sent to you via emails. Mm -hmm. um, I, I think if you, you you see something you'd rather go on on to your into your Google page and actually search that link instead of just clicking on a link that would have been sent, you know, on um, on your email. So even when you're using like let's say the public Wi-Fi, public Wi-Fi's are very risky, you know, and it's important not just to log into sites that require maybe your bank account, your email addresses. I think generally even when you're using any website, just be suspicious of some of um, the questions that you are asked to then say, is this necessary to be providing my bank account, my passwords, and all this personal information? And um, one thing that I've also learned is 
let's try and post as little information as possible, especially personal information. It's, yeah, the, the um, you know how it's like the peer pressure is there. Everyone is posting pictures. Everyone is putting a status update on WhatsApp. Everyone has a TikTok video. Everyone is there posting on Instagram. I, I need to be posting, but you need to be aware of what you're posting. One lesson is the internet does not forget. Mm. So once you post it, it's out there, it's in the public and, and it can come back to haunt you. It can even be used against you. There are people who know even how to, you know, uh, edit pictures and they'll edit it the wrong way. And there it is, it's posted, it's your face and everything else. So it's, it's very important to post as little you know, personal information because even some uh, certain pages, websites and all, they collect so much personal information. And I do not think as people, we are really aware of what some uh, of these forums that collect our personal information use it for. So if you're really not aware, do not post as so much personal information. And um, your, your settings, you know, don't allow your settings to be open to everyone because uh, once you allow your settings to be open, people, everyone can view. It's then easy for people to be seeing all your information. So it's always important to adjust your settings. You know, I, I prefer the privacy settings where I'm the one who's in control to say who's viewing what, whom do I allow access uh, to view what I've posted and who do I just communicate with? And yeah, it's it's interesting to meet new people on, on social media, but at times we really need then to be very careful who are we meeting because other people come in this disguise of being friendly and once they have the information that they want, you know, they can use it against you. I remember there's an article that I read of a 17-year-old boy. He came from a church family and he met this girl on social media forums and proposed, they started interacting. The next thing there was um, proposals for love and they seemed now to be in a relationship. And the girl then requested, can you send me a picture of your private paths? And he did. And once he did that, the, the tone suddenly changed. Um, well, actually I think we'll say the alleged girl because we're not so sure if it was a girl. The tone changed, uh, you need to pay us uh, 60,000 rands. If you do not, this is what we're going to do. And the boy tried to negotiate. This is the amount that I have and they were not willing. So because of that, the, you know, the boy was so much under pressure. If this comes out, my family and everything, he committed suicide, you know? So this is some of the impact and effects that, you know, these actions can have. So it's very, very important to be, you know, safe on the internet because it's 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 a whole what do you call it it's a whole world that's com connected. So, and obviously when we look at the laws, Alwani, in some countries I feel there there are laws that can protect people, but in other countries the laws really haven't developed to that extent that you know if someone then faces such, they can maybe report to the authorities and the cases are taken up. Um, and it's also important to back up your data as often as possible, you know. And when it comes to financial information, be smart. Do not share 
you know, I think I've said this, I'll, I'll re-emphasize when it comes to your financial information, um, avoid as much as possible to, to not to share and be careful about what you download. Um, you know, at times when someone sends you a link, uh, I know there's one that I usually common like on WhatsApp, download this and you'll be able to get freebies and all that. Some of those are just viruses that you end up downloading and they affect your phone and even your, your phone is hacked or your, your device is, is hacked. All right. And the times you. those look so they look so authentic. The the yes. the links. It's just like, oh, you could possibly win this. It's from like a grocery store. And you read, mm. you try to be very specific about it. And it's just it looks so legit until you log in and it just requires so many things. And I think mm. it really speaks to how our safety on the net is can can be challenged at at a brink of just opening a link of sort and i think mm -hmm. if i can just quickly go back to something that you spoke about two-factor authentication uh our social media team learned the hard way on the importance of two-factor authentication two years ago our account got um hacked and we mm -hmm. almost couldn't retrieve it and from there in we understood the importance of two-factor authentication because obviously as an organization as an individual who possibly uses your account for monetary purposes you would not want to lose the audience that you have. You do not want mm -hmm, to start mm -hmm. from scratch because of this is your business, right? For others that yes. are, are content creators and whatnot. So it is quite important to protect your account by using two-factor authentication. And I think it's also important that we have these conversations often about how you can protect your privacy. One, if you're a content creator or someone that uses your social media platform for business, you are protecting basically your um, business assets, right? But also mm -hmm. you mentioned about uh, being careful of what you post. I saw somewhere, I don't remember if it was Twitter or one of the social media platforms, there's a person who can actually figure out where you stay simply by using your background. Yes. And I was, I was so shocked as to how we don't take that into consideration we just post pictures oh, okay cool i'm in this you know cute space um mm -hmm. but now someone can actually figure out where you stay yes that that honestly that that, that was scary when i saw that but i think it is it's important for us to take into consideration those things and also when you when you say you must post as little as possible when we consider that people make money out of content creation and whatnot how best can you protect yourself? What what is too much information on 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 the internet? I think when we're looking at too much information, it, it then depends because there are those that are, are creating content and for them it's economic. And then we have me, the ordinary user, where it's more it's more of social. So I think for for me, for an ordinary user, it's you know, if, if, if at every other stage you're posting something, um, you are posting from your breakfast to your lunch to the good nights uh, to the weekends, you know how it's like at, like at every other time frame, people are able to then say, okay, so in the afternoon, Nama was here, in the evening, she's now going for dinner at this hotel. It becomes too much. And I think for the content, uh, for those that are doing it for content, I think as long as that that person has an appreciation that this is for content and they are aware and able to then say personally it's it, it really cannot come back to them 
and you know how they have appreciated that it, as long as this is now in the public domain, these are some of the consequences that will come with it. And they have that appreciation and they are able maybe, I think one of the issues is, you know, being able to um, label or authenticate on your things that you post, you know, to then say, this is the professional me, this is me posting professionally as, as a content uh, creator, and there is that difference. I think those are some of the things that, you know, one needs to differentiate, am I doing this for content and it's commercial, or this is just me being Nama posting? All right, and so I'm curious to know, uh, with regards to now cyberbullying, uh, there's a whole lot of that happening. How does one protect themselves from cyberbullying because you simply posting your picture um on your you know on your instagram or whatever platform and you just trying to interact with the people that follow you but now of course with the new the way that instagram is now set up or the way that other social media platforms are set up your picture even if um if you're not private gets to be seen by a number of different people and mm -hmm. you are now you know there and everyone can just comment whatever they want to comment how do you protect yourself from cyberbullying what laws are there universal laws are there to protect people from cyberbullying so um i think that, that one is is very tricky you know issues mm -hmm. of cyberbullying because that is that is a reality and there is so much cyberbullying um that goes on you know times you, you'll see something on Twitter and you'll be like, for interest's sake, let me just go to the comment section. And the comments that you'll see, you'll be like, okay, you'll then discover at times 70 to 80% of the comments are, are more of uh, linked to cyberbullying, you know, that person that has posted. So I think I would start off and say maybe avoid oversharing and understanding the settings of the platforms that you are going to be sharing on because like i say instagram still you know your picture is going to be seen by everyone so i think as individuals we need to be pretty informed to then say if i'm going to be sharing on this platform this is the extent to which i am exposing myself and am i ready to be that exposed and um having even the password safety net, you know, it, it still helps. And like I spoke earlier on to then say, you know, look at your settings, the settings that you have for your accounts. Are they private? Are you limiting who sees your content or is it open to everyone? Because in, in other forums, in other social media places, you can then limit um, these through your private settings and limit who gets to see, who gets to, to maybe be able to download and share. And it's very important to, to report cyberbullying. Uh, um, you know, if, if the, the platform, the social platform that you're on has an option to report, you'd rather report and even block such people who then are bullies and avoid interactions with them. Um, when you're looking at the laws, um, I know under the EU there are certain uh, treaties that have been like, you know, the one on the cyber, cyber bullying, there is a treaty on, on cyber bullying. And some of these, like I said, it's, this is a whole world. So issues of jurisdiction will come into play. And it really then is dependent as is your country a signatory to some of these international treaties, because 
at times the person who would have posted or bullied you is from another state. So it then depends if they are in a country and you are in a country that have uh, signed uh, issues of uh, mutual uh, jurisdiction because there are treaties wherein the countries would have agreed to say, okay, in such instances, how then do we deal with the cyber crime if, it is a if it's extraterritorial? So it then depends. And also if you are like, okay, maybe all of you are within the country, how well developed is the law in that country when it relates to issues of cyberbullying? If there is well-developed laws, because I'm looking at a lot of countries right now in Africa uh, have been on the right trajectory to be developing their laws. So if there is laws that um, look at issues of cyberbullying, then it's very important to then immediately report to the authorities uh, and that e-person is then, you know, takes the course of the law. And now I am curious, what are these cookies that we keep accepting <laughs> and how do they affect our safety? It's almost like we cannot browse the internet without accepting Cookie. or rejecting yeah. these cookies. Cookies, exactly. Um, well, there are these cookies that, are, that keep on popping up and it's, it's more of that website, uh, the internet saying, you know, they want to collect information. Really, the cookies is collecting information about you, collecting what it is that you are browsing and what are you looking at. And they then do analysis. So if Nama is so much into cooking and everything, you then have you ever realized that on Facebook at times there are some pages that you see just popping up, the adverts and everything. It's because of these analysis that they would have been done uh, through these cookies. And... I've also realized at times you generally want to browse and you can't unless if you accept cookies and some of them are developing because they'll then say manage the cookies uh, to then say, okay, it, it's sort of giving you the option to say manage the, a type of information that they're they are going to collect about you. So I, I think this is also coming, like I'm saying, the, the developments that's there on issues of digital rights to then say, it's giving you as a user a bit of control to then say, okay, you want to collect information about me, but collect it to this extent. Um, but I think it still requires people to, to be really knowledgeable about the cookies because at times it, it'll say manage the cookies and then it disappears. There's no further, like another link that's going to then come to say, how am I, how am I saying manage? What is it that you're collecting? Uh, information about me and honestly it has been inconvenient to try browse the internet with cookies because mm. you reject it and they would do not give you access to whatever article mm -hmm. you're going for but i think with time we'll get to understand what they're looking for and how just accepting those cookies affects our safety and i just wanted to know what information would you like to share with fellow young people around internet safety how can we protect ourselves in general uh taking into consideration the way we use the internet and yeah, just what parting words do you have for young people and online safety? Um, my first statement, I've said it, I'll, I'll, I'll say it again, <laughs> the internet does not forget. So be careful what you post uh, on the internet. Um, I know some people would say, well, this is, I have a, a, a place where I can vent, um, I need to be expressing myself this way and all that, but you need to remember the internet does not forget. And some of uh, people who be recruiting 
you know, besides the normal background checks, they, they even go and look at what type of a person are you when you're now on social media, when you're using the internet. So that's why I'm always, I'm still emphasizing that the internet does not forget. And also, um, it's very important to protect yourself, especially from issues of cyberbullying, because I think for the younger generation, this this is a, a very big issue of major concern, cyberbullying, because um, the youth of today are really growing more exposed to the internet and you know, it's unlike the older days where the, the bullying would be physical, but now it's it's on the internet. So it's it's important to protect yourself from bullying. Like I said, you know, avoiding the oversharing, um, being careful of your private settings and with whom you share with. And when we come to the other issues, when we are browsing, when we are searching, being careful of the links, there are some that are so tempting. It will tell you you're going to win a million dollars. And once you click on it, uh, at times you're going to some pornographic page and things like that. Next thing you look down there, it's now saying downloading. And next thing, your, phone, your, your, your device is a virus. So tempting as it might be, it just do not click on links, you know, that you're not so aware of. And it's always very important to verify information um before sharing because at times also we need to be careful when we when we share information it might affect a third party might affect the person involved in that article you're sharing so always verify information because at times you might even send out wrong information and it'll have an impact on someone's character and job and, and their whole life so always you know verify information and I would emphasize, Awani, um, that you know people should use the two-factor uh, authentication. I think it it really helps. It it, it saves Definitely. you so much. It's very it's a necessity. I think as long as you're an online user currently, um, you need to use the two-factor uh, authentication and always be on the lookout uh, for the security measures that are developing and, and move with the tide because, you know, hackers also develop. So I'm sure also security trends will also be developing. So it's quite important to be always informed to say what's happening now in terms of protecting myself online. Thank you so much, Nama, for sharing your insight with us. And I think one thing that I've also gotten from this is as an active user of the internet, every now and then take some time to just read about how to protect yourself. You know, if I think about the digital footprint, um, how can I erase my digital footprint? As Nama has said, the internet never forgets. We know this you, did you do that in 1976 type of situation? So honestly, I think it's important for us to protect ourselves by being careful about what we post um, and also just doing a bit of research on how better to protect ourselves. There is so many ways in which settings that we can use within our devices, the platforms that we use, where we can protect ourselves. Thank you so much, Nama, for joining us. And as we say, we are the ones we've been waiting for. Thank you very much for having me.